Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the podcast. Hopefully, you guys have had a great week thus far, recording this on a Wednesday evening as usual, midway through the week, as we preview Jets-Eagles. Um, Jets, obviously, 0-12 all-time against the Eagles, starting off the podcast hot um, with a red-hot statistic there, but um, you gotta hope, right? You gotta hope that this is the week, this is the game that they break that streak um and it might be i mean you, you know the jets are in a place where they're two and three coming off a big win against the broncos in denver um we're going to recap some of that game and you know what what we saw from the jets and how they can improve upon last week but the eagles just jumping into it real quick you know this is going to be you know trench warfare you know how will parkinson put it on twitter i think it's going to be you know quinn williams versus jason kelsey um that's where it starts and then you have obviously guys like Bryce Huff who's seen an elevated role this year and really has attacked everything about that um he's one of the most productive pass rushers in the NFL and it was Mike Carter um who went on Twitter and was like you guys are just now realizing that Bryce Huff is good and I feel like you know the league is still sleeping on him um but you know us Jets fans obviously know that Bryce has taken you know just a massive step um used you know in more than just situational pass rushing, you know, his traditional role, I think now he's more of a, you know, I wouldn't say an every down pass rusher, but he's used not only on third downs, right? And I, and I feel like Bryce Huff, um, who I think has 25 pressures on the QB this year, um, is just a monster, right? He, he's he's a really good player. Um, he's obviously uh, working for that contract extension, which should be coming soon. Hopefully I hope, you know, I saw the idea floating around Twitter that the Jets may look to extend them during the bye week, uh, which would be after the Eagles game. That'd be great. I, I agree with it. I think they should extend them, uh, get him, you know, just, you know, tied to the team for the next couple of years. Uh, so you don't have to worry about another edge presence, edge presence there. I mean, I think Bryce Huff, uh, could be an every down edge rusher, right? I think he has that, um, he has that potential uh, in this group. And I know the Jets like to rotate their edge rushers and rotate their defensive linemen. Um, but, you know, just think about it for a second. Bryce Huff putting up this production with less, you know, less snaps than all the other pass rushers who are listed above him uh, in terms of pressure, sacks, all that. Um, you know, imagine if he played, you know, up to their snap count. You know, you can only imagine what he would be doing in this league. So, um, you know, I think the Jets should definitely extend him. I think they should give him... Um, a pretty lucrative contract and I don't think he's going to be cheap, right? And, you know, I, I think, I don't think it's going to be enough to, you know, have to let him go. Um, they can't pay him or anything like that. I just think, you know, you know, you're going to have to pay him, right? And I think Bryce Huff definitely deserves it, uh, with the way he's been playing and with the way this Jets defense performs with him on the field. Uh, you know, straight up, I feel like, you know, against the Broncos, um, you saw it against the Chiefs, you saw it, uh, and you know, it's, it's no... No, co- it's no coincidence that when Bryce Huff's on the field, the defense definitely plays better, gets more pressures, gets more sacks, um, and just gets their hands on the quarterback, right? And this week against the Eagles is going to be, you know, a big part of that um, is containing Jalen Hurts, containing that run game. Um, Bryce Huff isn't, you know, small either. He could definitely play um, on those rundowns. I think he's a good, you know, he's a good edge defender. Uh, you know, he, he defends the outside run well, so you hope to see him, you know, out there you know, plenty against the Eagles and that, that one's at home at MetLife Stadium on Sunday at 425 p.m. ET. And, you know, what you're looking for in that game, Zach Wilson, can he get in a rhythm against an Eagles secondary? That is good. But obviously the Eagles defensive line will stop Brees Hall 
quite a bit. I, I'm not sure if Brees is going to have the same game that he had against Denver, which won him FedEx, you know, ground player of the week. Uh, but I think Brees has the potential to just be a great running back the rest of the season, right? I feel like if you have him in fantasy football, hold on to him because I think he's going to be an absolute beast. Um, you know, obviously Dalvin Cook, not exactly living up to the billing in terms of his contract, in terms of what we brought him in here to do. Um, thankfully, Brees Hall has worked his way back quicker than anticipated in my eyes. I feel like, you know, we kind of looked at this time, you know, five, six, seven, uh, you know, those weeks is times where he would, you know, come off the workload and kind of get into full swing. But, you know, he's an absolute alien, right? He, this is kind of like Adrian Peterson post ACL stuff where he's running for 22 yards, 22 rushes for 177 yards and a touchdown. Um, he's a beast, right? I mean, Brees Hall coming back from this ACL still under a year, uh, since he suffered the injury. And, you know, I think it'll be a year actually on October 22nd, I want to say, um, so about 10 days or so, but he's an absolute freak. I love Brees Hall. He's going to be a beast for the rest of this year, you know, and against the Eagles, you definitely want to try to get the ground game going. Uh, you know, although their defensive line that bolts, you know, Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, um, they, they have a plethora of noticeable and recognizable names on that defensive line, but the Jets offensive line, right, obviously losing Elijah Road Tucker for the year, you know, sucks straight up. I mean, he's their best offensive lineman, and obviously him playing right tackle at a very high level, um, you know, kind of provided that reliability on the right side, and I don't think the Jets can replicate that with any of the other players on the roster currently, and that's why they worked out Lyle Collins, formerly of the Bengals, formerly of the Cowboys, um, most recently from the Bengals. I don't want to touch on it too much, but uh, I believe he tore his ACL, MCL, um, about a year ago. So nine months ago, actually, he's coming off um, surgery from nine months ago. So obviously the Jets worked him out, probably gave him a physical, went to the Giants. Um, and that's kind of all we've heard about it so far. So will the Jets sign him? Who knows? I feel like they feel comfortable with Max, Max Mitchell at right tackle for this week. And I think that's probably going to be the guy there. And then unless they, you know, switch it up again. Who knows, put Makai back at right tackle, which I strongly advise against because I think he's playing, you know, very strongly at left tackle. And I don't see a point to kind of, you know, find a weakness at two positions after, you know, I'm not saying Makai would be a weakness at right tackle, but obviously switching him back and forth, you know, from left tackle to right tackle to left tackle takes a toll, right, on your legs, on your body, on your mental. You know, trying to get right for one position can, you know, kind of hurt you in terms of, you know, switching positions last minute. So he's worked a right tackle, but I definitely keep Makai at left tackle and kind of just, you know, put Max Mitchell in there, see what he could do against the Eagles. Obviously one of the toughest opponents, honestly, to have a injury on your offensive line and, you know, switching up the offensive line a bit. But, you know, at this point, can't really control it. Uh, you kind of just have to, you know, plug and play, right? And that Max Mitchell is probably going to be that guy. In week six, so that is 4:25 p.m. ET. Um, obviously, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed going up against AJ Brown and Devontae Smith should be a good one. DJ Reed progressing through concussion protocol per Robert Sala today. Um, he had one more hurdle to clear today, and it looks like that that hurdle was cleared. So uh, he'll likely practice either tomorrow or get get something limited in there on Friday to to give him a game status if either questionable or uh, or off the report if he practices fully on Friday. So we'll see um what what comes of that but you know the Jets definitely need both corners against you know a formidable uh you know pass catching group that you know host Devontae Smith AJ Brown those two have been um 
so good, so solid uh, together since since AJ Brown got traded to Philadelphia, and you know I'm really curious to see how Sauce plays AJ Brown. I think this is the first time that they've matched up against each other. So Brown, obviously a big physical guy, hard to you know pin him down at the line of scrimmage. Uh, he definitely can't press him too hard. So I mean Sauce playing against AJ Brown is going to be super super uh, interesting, and Devonta Smith as well, right? He he's an elite talent, a wide receiver coming out of Alabama. So you know DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner will have their fair share of those two guys. Um, obviously, you know, as, as it looks right now, you know, no traveling between the two corners. So one plays one side, the other plays another, uh, I believe with DJ Reed out last week against the Broncos sauce played more towards the right side with Bryce Hall manning the left. Um, and both played really well, right? I mean, they both graded out really well. Uh, even Bryce Hall, he, he kind of, he, he walks and, and, and talks with the confidence and, and you love to see it from a corner, right? But you kind of have to have that confidence about yourself. Like, yeah, I'm a backup. But I'm coming in here to kind of, you know, hold my own, right? It's not like he's going to give up where he's looking to give up 100 yards for two TDs, right? He, he he gave up, you know, way less than half of that. So, I mean, you know, not to him. Shout out to Bryce Hall, who, who's who's received criticism in the past, honestly, from his play. Um, have that being the preseason or the regular season when he had to come in for a snap or two if, you know, someone went down. Um, he, he played great. So, I mean, you know, Bryce Hall having that depth of corner is so, so important. I mean, you see it today. I believe, you know, Eccles and, and Justin Hardy, their special team standout, just dealing with hamstring injuries. Um, hopefully you get DJ Reed back. So, I mean, Michael Carter II as well has just been a demon. Uh, they need to re-sign him as well this offseason um, just to get that trio back together. But, you know, it's going to be it's gonna be super interesting, you know, against the Eagles, how they attack that wide receiver core and how they just, you know, attack the Eagles – as a whole, you know, the running backs, DJ Swift, uh, you know, DeAndre Swift, Kenneth Walker. Uh, I believe they had Rashad Penny there as well. Uh, Jalen Hurts, contain him. Don't let him get out of the pocket. You know, I mean, it's it's definitely really important um, for a guy like Hurts who likes to use his legs, who likes to get out of the pocket, improvise. Um, definitely try to keep him in and, you know, sack him when need be. And I know, you know, a lot of talk has been about the tush push and ha- how to how to defend the Eagles uh, infamous infamous third and one, fourth and one play. Um you don't, you, you don't defend it because it's kind of, you know, undefendable if you're playing the Eagles. But, you know, I'm sure big Quentin Williams and Quentin Jefferson and Al Woods will be in the middle there trying to trying to stuff it up. So that that'll be interesting to see if the Jets can be one of the only teams to uh, to stop the touch push if they can. But it'll be interesting. So looking forward to that game there. Um, and a quick recap of the Broncos game. I mean, Brees Hall, again, is just a freak, right? 22 rushes, 177 rushing yards. Um, an absolute demon, a guy who, again, coming off an ACL injury, Zach Wilson not playing the greatest game, but getting the ball out quick, um, decisive, throwing that pick to Pat Sertain. It didn't bother me too much at the time, to be honest with you. Garrett Wilson making almost an incredible adjustment to make that catch, but Pat Sertain, obviously one of the league's best corners, so testing him late in the game like that was definitely foolish, but I think, you know, it, it doesn't come without saying that. I think Zach played a relatively clean game for the most of it and, you know, hoping against the Eagles that they can get the play action going with Brees Hall running, um, kind of fooling the defense. I think they, they could have definitely ran more play action against the Broncos. I think you could run almost anything against the Broncos and it'll work. Um, and, you know, Sean Payton just taking an L, uh, you know, against Nathaniel Hackett is probably the greatest thing that you'll see all season, <laughs> honestly, with Mekhi Becton screaming, um, walking off the field with Hackett. I mean, good for Hack, man. I, I feel like... You know, this game definitely meant a lot, right? You, you saw C.J. Uzama's pregame speech uh, in the huddle. He was like, you know, let's win it for Hack, right? Let's win it for Hack. And I think 
the team won it for hack. They went out there. It was personal as much as the coaches and players want to downplay it, which they didn't seem like they wanted to do <laughs> for most for the majority of last week. Um, but it was definitely an interesting game, definitely a fun game to watch. Stressful towards the end, as Aaron Rodgers put it on the Pat McAfee show. But um, you know, doesn't go without saying that the Jets are the Jets are a team that plays with a lot of fight, a lot of energy, um, and it's definitely a brotherhood over there. So you got to respect it, and you have to you have to. Uh, just tip your cap to those guys. Traveling to Denver is never easy. The altitude, Colorado, that field is a pain. Um, but, you know, they got through it. Brees Hall running for a record day um, on his career. And, I mean, just an awesome game from the Jets as a whole. So, you want to see more of that on defense, especially in the second half. Start off quicker. Um, I feel like the Jets these past couple weeks on defense have just been just a little sluggish in the first quarter. Um, and it's something to pick, you know, kind of, you know, expeditedly in terms of trying to get this fixed immediately. But I mean, you know, the defense has been pretty lights out in the second half. So you have to, you know, commend them there, obviously, uh, for putting together such a huge second half performance in most of these games and the offense as well. Right. It takes a little bit for them to get going in games. And you could tell uh, Zach Wilson even spoke about it. I think last week um, in his press conference, he's like, you know, let's get first downs on first downs, second down, you know, first downs on second downs, not waiting till third down. Um, when the ball, you know, when the team, other team knows you're going to throw the ball. Um, and I think that's important. Starting off fast, getting in a rhythm, trying to get into the game. Um, you know, the other, the other team's trying to get into the game too. The opposing defense is Zach, but it's, so that's definitely a good way to look at it. And I think, you know, hopefully you will need to start quick against the Eagles. You cannot go down 10-0 like you did against the Chiefs because the Eagles will not take the gas off, right? The Eagles will definitely, you know, run up the score. So, you have to start quick. You have to play defense and you have to, you know, just attack the line of scrimmage because that's going to be where the main battle is. It's where the game is won um, at the LOS. So you definitely have to attack it and try to get there um, before they do. But with that said, I think I'm going to go ahead and end the episode there. That is 14 minutes of Eagles Jets, Broncos Jets recap. And I will see you guys next week for another episode of the Game Plan Pod.